0: Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host, Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life, personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show! Tomorrow is your last day. It has been 9 long years since you stepped into this company, and now it's time for you to move on. It is the past 9 years you have devoted all your available time and effort for the sake of the company. You stay behind countless times to fix problems resulted from flawed systems and products when no one else would. You worked numerous overtime and assisted the company through multiple transitional periods without getting any reward in return. A few hours ago, you were visited by your area manager. And once again, you're reminded why you decided to leave. There was no personal thank you from him. There was no handshake or even an acknowledgement of your existence. He spoke with everyone in your team except for you before he departed the show visit. You ask yourself, why am I feeling so undervalued? Why is someone that provokes such negative feelings in a position to lead? How will I lead differently in my next job? How do I lead others positively and effectively? Welcome to episode 47 Lead by Positivity and Empowerment Guide to Become a More Effective Leader Before we begin the episode, I want to let all the listeners know that we have officially crossed the 25,000 download milestones over the weekend. Thank you all so much for tuning in and encourage us to improve our contents. Your supports have been the biggest motivator of why we do what we do. I promise you all that I will continue to stay right here and provide more resources to help all of us on this epic journey to success in personal, financial, and career. Now, before we begin our episode, I want to remind everyone that California and a lot of parts of West Coast is still struggling with some of the worst fires in American history, and we are still in the pandemic. Many families have lost their homes after their jobs have been impacted by the COVID. Many first responders and firefighters have been working nonstop day after day. You can help these brave men and women along with those who have lost their homes, families, and livelihood by visiting California Fire Foundation listed in the show note. A simple donation may not be a big deal for you, but I assure you that your support means the whole world for them, especially who are suffering and in need a rebuild. And if you cannot donate, please share the information with your social circle as it will really help. Aside from the threat of wildfire, many Americans are suffering from the losing homes and diseases related to air pollution. You can also step in and help our volunteers, first-line workers, and families by visiting American Red Cross. The site is also listed in the show notes. Remember, every penny makes a difference in somebody else's life today. For any listeners, if you know any nonprofit that supports the community and making a difference that you would like to give a shout out to, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or DM me. I'll be more than happy to highlight them. Before we start, I would like to kick off our episode with some positive and inspiring news. Today, our first news is brought to you by the Good News Network. The headline is Landscaping pros have been giving free lung care services to healthcare workers, relieving their stress. Project Evergreen has been mowing lungs for the frontline workers taking some of the stress out of their life while beautifying the environment for when they return home. They are working in the outside of properties, including the interlocking deck, tiles installation. During the pandemic, households with first responder to healthcare workers do not need to be thinking about getting their yard more done. That's why the national nonprofit, which is fueled by volunteers from landscaping companies like Wheatman, show up at homes of essential workers like Logan Gallin, an ER nurse, who can then spend the hours with his family when he's not at work. The project pairs women franchise with local heroes near them, providing free services to help 38 health workers. So far, the project has delivered manicure loans to frontline heroes in six states. Other volunteers like church groups have been paired with heroes as well. The green care program for the frontline workers have given us at wheatman Friesno an opportunity to show our appreciation and help those who dedicated their life to helping others," say the owner Jeff Cullencark. We have a total of nine customers in the program and are blessed to be able to give back to the hard-working frontline workers who put their lives at risk every day. Cindy Code of Project Evergreen said volunteers at 9 locations in 7 states have been servicing military families through the Green Care for Troops program since 2006. Military families face many challenges when their loved one is deployed, and taking long care of their to-do list have been a big help, and in 2020, they expanded the initiative when they say the hospital workers feeling the same stress. Trimming some of their workload by trimming their grass has proven to be a great way to show our heroes some Corona kindness. So, here at Light Plus Up, we would love to thank Project Evergreen for taking the stress out of the frontline heroes and also beautifying the environment, letting us know that we are all in this together and together we will survive and win this battle. Now, let's go ahead and look into our second news. Our second news is brought to you by Fox News, written by Nick Javis. The headline is, NYPD detective starts Fund the First platform to raise money for military members and first responders. When veteran New York police detective Robert Garland saw his supervisor's daughter born with a rare neurological condition Three years ago, he knew he had to step up and help. It was through this experience that Garland funded Fund The First, which was created to provide financial and emotional support to all the first responders and military members in need. I am an NYPD detective. I've been on the job for 12 years, he told Fox News during the phone interview. With some crowdfunding space, everyone knows about GoFundMe, Kickstarter, there are almost 200 platforms out there that do donation-based contributions. So we recognized this and wanted to develop something that's more of a trusted and secure platform for first responders in our military. The original goes back to my immediate supervisor, he continued. I've been working in narcotics. My daughter had been born two days apart from my supervisor's daughter. Unfortunately, his daughter was born with a rare illness called the Alexander disease. It affects the central nervous system and the digestive tract. Garland said his supervisor's family was being hit on two fronts, emotionally and financially. They were in a huge medical and financial crisis three years ago, he explained. I said to him, Jason, let's get on GoFundMe and raise you some money and see what we can do. But he said he didn't want to that it was a fraud and he didn't want to take a chance. So I told him I would look into it. I dove into it and sure enough, especially on the first responder scene. There is no vetting or verification process whatsoever, Garland continued. Anyone can go on this platform and just say that they are looking to raise money for XYZ. All of a sudden, the money is flowing in. They don't vet the funding. They don't verify the beneficiaries. They don't do any of that kind of stuff. So I told my supervisor, I'm going to create something just for you. I'm going to put a team together so you and your family can get the help you guys deserve. No one knew about us until two months ago, said Garland. When asked if the recent riots, protests, and COVID-19 has anything to do with him launching the group, he said the timing of it was purely coincidental. He also said that the organization strives to maintain politic independence so that it may better serve first responders and their families, who hail from various backgrounds and believe all across the spectrum. we asked that before, but no, we didn't do it as a response to defund the police movement, Garland explained. We tried with Fund the First to stay political because people who are going to donate are from all spectrums and we don't want to give that up. We wanted to make sure trust, verification, and security are paramount. We hired developers, raised capital, and it got moving the way we wanted to. The former narcotic cop said the platform works with IDME to verify user identities, along with their financial situation, in an effort to limit fraud and ensure transparency among donors and beneficiaries. Since launching, we have 43 campaigns and we raised just under $200,000, Garland claimed. For it to take off like that, the fast is incredible. But the face as a whole, we could be doing $200,000 in a day. If we can spread the word and help people understand who we are and why we are here, people don't care as much about the money. It's about a support system. I delivered a check today to Damaris Yu, the wife of David Yu, NYPD sergeant, who passed away from nine eleven 11 complications. He continued, They did a campaign with us when David passed away and we end up raising $9,500 for them. Incredible. But when I met with her, she broke down in tears. It wasn't tears for the check or me showing up. It was tears of joy because she was overwhelmed with the support system. It hit home to her whole family to see hundreds of people who donated for her campaign. Garland is now handling missing person cases while on the job and he said, it feels good to get back in any way he can. It's an incredible feeling to help find someone, he added. Most of the time it is a runaway, but still, to be able to locate them and find them, it's great. I love giving back. So here at Life Plus Up, we really thank you, Detective Garland, for taking the initiatives to provide a safe platform for the first responders and military to have their campaigns being heard and seen and get the funds they needed properly and that sure deserve the biggest kudos. Now, let us take a short break before we start our episode. Hi, this is Kevin from Life Plus Up. Do you want to have more resources or episodes? If you do, don't forget to visit our Patreon page listed in the show description. As being a patron to our Patreon, you'll be getting special episodes, workshops, or even one-on-one Zoom meetings for your life coaching plans. Be sure to sign up for our publication, The Life Business Insiders, where you can find tons of resources to help you from some of the most brilliant minds in the industry to help you to succeed in personal, financial, and career. So don't forget to subscribe to The Life Business Insider, a free online publication for all the listeners of The Life Plus Up podcast. Welcome back. Now, let me ask, what is leadership? Is it a feeling or is it a character trait? Many individuals have different interpretation of what leadership is. Some say it is the position to lead others. Authors argue that it is the authority given by the followers. According to Webster dictionary, leadership is defined as the power or the ability to lead other people. In my perspective, leadership is best explained by John Quincy Adams, US President. He stated, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. For over 15 years, as a life coach and a leader in the financial industry, I dedicated myself to help others to achieve success in personal, financial, and career. Throughout my career, I have worked for and witnessed incredible leaders who achieve impressive milestones with their teams. I have also encountered many individuals who held the title of a leader, but failed their team and their objectives due to inability to lead. To be recognized as an effective leader, one has to communicate with positivity and empower others through giving. Communicate with positivity. Communicate unto the other person that which you will want him to communicate unto you if your positions were reversed, said Aaron Goman, the financial guru. Communication is only useful if done correctly. Many people have the misconception of the effectiveness of communication depends on how the speaker wishes to communicate. In fact, as a Toastmaster who spoke in countless public events, I can assure you the effectiveness of communication really depends on how the audience wish to receive the messages. The key to effective and positive communication as a leader are transparency, understanding how the audience wants to receive the message and over communication in the right way. Transparency is one of the most important parts of positive communication. Let me ask you, have you ever feel that your leaders are not truthful about their agendas? How about strategies that seem to have alternative objectives? Maybe you just feel being left in the dark by your managers. Unfortunately, these feelings are not uncommon in our modern workplace. In many corporations, management are practicing a theory of need to know basis. If your position is deemed not worthy of knowing, then you shouldn't be informed. However, this type of communication may work in the CIA or military, but I assure you that it is only ineffective and often very demoralizing. Imagine your boss asks you to do something, but not explain why. How does that make you feel? How about your manager secretly communicate with your team when you're not around and refuse to share the details of the conversation after? Better yet, how about your manager only replies to your email or text when he deemed necessary, but neglect your position or urgency? Do you think that type of boss will inspire loyalty or confidence? Not really, right? So if you want to start leading with positivity, always remember to be transparent to your team during your communication. Because like what Dalai Lama warned, a lack of transparency results in distrust and a deep sense of insecurity. Being transparent is essential but communicating in methods that the audience wishes to receive is also crucial. Imagine if you prefer verbal communication, but your boss likes emails and texts only. How would that make you feel? Do you read those constant emails with massive descriptors? Or you glance through the subject line to determine if it's even worthy of your time? How about another corporate announcement that are well constructed, but a minimum of 10 minutes read. Even if the boss is professional writer or texter, the messages can often be lost in translation, because it may not be how the audience wishes to receive the message. How about the lengthy texts at 7 a.m. in the morning? Do those texts make you feel engaged and excited for work? Or the opposite? All of us are guilty of ignoring those corporate announcements at some point of our time or annoying by the after hour texts. Now imagine how your audience feels when you decide to communicate in ways that you want instead of how they wish to receive. To be more effective as a communicator, be sure to take the time to understand how your team like to receive messages and what are the effective ways to do so. Last but not the least, if you found the best method to communicate with your team, Be sure to do as much as you need to just to get the message across. Like any relationship, there's no such thing as over communicating if done properly. When you show others that you are open to over communicate positively, you inspire others to be more engaged and more proactively share their concerns and ideas. Remember, the best ideas are often generated by open dialogues and discussions. Now let's talk about lead by empowerment. People want guidance, not Riddick. They need to know what the plan of action is and how it will be implemented. They want to be given responsibility to help solve the problem and the authority to act on it. Howard Schwartz, the chairman and CEO of Starbucks, once said. So let me ask you. How does one coffee shop ascend itself into a global icon? Just like what Howard Short said earlier, it's all through empowerment. When an individual leads by empowering others, leaders are created and solid cultures are formed. Many managers confuse empowerment to assignment. Empowerment inspires loyalty, creativity, and ideas. While assignment aims at the resolution, completion toward the visions of the assigners, and often very demoralizing. The key to differentiate empowerment to assignment is giving. An individual can be empowered by giving knowledge. You can also empower others by giving confidence. If you want to create leaders, you can also empower by giving your authorities. Just imagine if you are a car salesperson. Your boss wants you to sell a certain model of car but not telling you any details about it. Do you feel confident or do you feel anxious? What happens if you approach a potential customer without knowing how to answer any questions that are related to the features? Do you feel empowered to complete the task given? Or do you really wanna go ahead and run away from it or do the minimum so you don't get in troubles? Just like the old saying, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. But if you teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. Aside from empowerment through knowledge, you can also empower others by giving them confidence. For example, during the 2013-14 NBA playoff, Demian Lillard of Portland Blazers has only 0.9 seconds left in the game while the team still trails by two points. Instead of giving up, Lillard was given the confidence through trust from his coach and the team. The coach drew a play to make sure the ball will end up in his hand and empower him to take the last shot to win the game. With all that empowerment, he made the improbable three-point buzzer beater and win the game and take the team to the next round for the first time in 14 years. If he wasn't empowered by the coach and his team at that time, the career path of Damian Liller may be very different. Remember, if you want to empower others to elevate to the next level, you just need to give them the confidence to do so. Now, one can be empowered through knowledge or confidence, but the best way to create leaders is through empowerment through delegation of authorities. Andrew Carnegie, a world-renowned American industrialist, once said, no person will make a great business who wants to do it all himself and get all the credit. Leaders are created when they are empowered to make their decisions, learn from their mistakes, and improve through experiences. When you empower your team, you're creating a culture that shares ideas, embrace each other's strength, and collaborate to reach the objectives. A team of leaders will be the team that will achieve the remarkable accomplishments. For over 15 years, as an executive and a leader in the financial world, I dedicated myself to help others to achieve success in the core components of life. Throughout my time, I have seen many inspiring leaders who achieve what others thought might be impossible with their teams. I've also met many so-called leaders who fail to reach their objective due to the inability to communicate and lead. To be an effective leader, one has to positively communicate and empower others around them. So next time when you are leading a team, ask yourself, how do I lead my team more effectively to success? All right, I hope everyone enjoyed this special episode and I hope you all of you to be safe and sound. And I will see all of you next Wednesday at Life Plus Up. As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description, you'll be able to find the overview of our content, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. And if you have a question for my guests or for myself, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or find me on Instagram, or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember... Success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.